thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation of wellness for youth right across Australia. I'm Bridget Kelly. I'm Laura Pettigrew. And I'm Toby Bogart. And today we are talking about loneliness. Yeah, it's such a big one. And I think so many of us, you know, at some stage in our life have felt lonely. And I think, yeah, yeah, it's such a um, really really important subject that we should really talk about Mm. yeah so what brought about our little this topic idea was toby you found a journal article didn't you on it oh no i um i heard it on hack wheel oh yes it's actually a good hack for podcast topics (laughs) 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 no bo i was i was listening to it and i was um i was thinking like if this is affecting so many people that surely we should do something about it. And, yeah, definitely. And if if someone doesn't listen to Triple J that listens to us, then we can tell one more person about loneliness. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, not even like tell them about loneliness, but like give them help, tell them how to cope and, yeah, you know. Because it's, it's said that everyone has experienced loneliness. So... If if everyone listening to this, we all know everyone's felt loneliness, so they'll have a few more tools to sort of cope with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was quite um, coincidental, Toby, when you brought it about when you started talking about it with us. Um, it was only within the last couple of days that one of my friends had said, "You know, like I'm actually really lonely at the moment," mm-hmm. and I think you know it affects everyone, and even the people that you know, it seem like they're not lonely at all or shouldn't be lonely, normally, you know, they can feel lonely as well. So, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I actually found a quite a good statistic from a Victorian university and it says that among 18 to 25-year-olds, um, one in three reported feeling lonely um, three times or more in a week. So that's a huge, mm. huge statistic. And, yeah, yeah and, you know, we... Our demographic, we're in that demographic, are some of our listeners and, and you and me, Bridget. So it's such a big, big topic that we kind of yeah. need to fix before, you know, Toby's age group gets to, the, gets, gets to this age group. Yeah. Because well, it is a bit of honour, you go, Bridget. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, Laura, for our age group, um, you know, we've left school. There's not that. Like when you're in school, you know, you see your friends every single day, you have to see them. But when you've left school, you, you it's very easy to lose touch of pe- from people and, and, um, and yeah, and, and kind of isolate yourself. It's, yeah. Yeah, it mm. definitely is because, you know, you, you go from seeing your friends every single day and having that support network to not having that at all. And I know, you know, we go to university and stuff like that, but it's very different to school. Yeah, yeah you don't have yeah. that huge group of friends. You know, you might meet a couple of people um, and have them in a couple of your classes, but it's not anything like school. So I think okay. that is a big shock to the system for most people. Yeah, definitely. Like I know one of the biggest things I miss about school is, you know, lunchtime with all my friends and you were forced to socialise, whereas, whereas now everyone's got to put in 
that little bit more effort and, and we get busy yeah. and we get tired and we have so much more things going on and, and it's hard to oh, stay in touch. Yeah, that's the first thing that um, we sort of say, oh, no, we don't need it is we actually let go of being social. Oh, someone got a notification. <laughs> um, we, we let go of being social and we find it it's the easiest thing to not do. So if we have to get a big workload done or we get called late in for work when we had plans to go out with friends, it's it's way too easy to just cancel on them, not knowing what it's actually going to cause to us um, us as like emotionally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, I've been guilty of, you know, accidentally excluding yourself from a friendship group by doing exactly that, by going, oh, work's called me in. I'll go do that. Or, um, you know, oh, I don't really feel like going out tonight. I'll just do this. And at the time, you know, it's fine. You may not feel like you want to socialize, but further down the track, that can have impacts on your friendship group and then could lead to you not having that support network. Yeah, because when you're saying like no to a bunch of people, they, they sort of stop asking. They're like, oh, no, nah, they're going to be busy this weekend. They usually have work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They usually are just too tired. I've been guilty of, you know, having set plans with my friends and then work's called me in or stuff has popped up and like I prioritize work over them. And so now I'm really trying to focus on getting that balance between, you know, work and socializing because it is so important to socialize and keep in touch with your friends. And like, I know whenever I, I change my plans because of work, I always, and like, if it was a big group of friends hanging out, I always feel, you know, left out. I'm like, Oh damn, I wasn't there for that. Like I missed out. And you know, yeah. Especially yeah. for us, we go back to school and we hear them talk about it and we're like, ah, oh, we missed out. And then yeah. it's a sort of regret. And then then yeah. when you don't get invited next time, you're like, oh, so it's it's just going to be me for the weekend. I sort of wanted to go out with someone. Yeah, definitely. Like, because people just presume, oh, you've got work, you've got this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, you know, I – oh, sorry, Toby. Um, I – was kind of forced when you were saying before, Bridget, about having that balance of having, you know, a social life so that you don't feel lonely and then also having that balance with work. I recently was kind of forced into having that balance and I can definitely say that through this process of me now having a better work-life balance, I'm a lot happier too, you know? Like, it's, yeah. yeah, you get to hang out with the people that you love and you get to have things to look forward to. And I think it is really important. Um, however, in saying that too, you know, we've got to remember when we are a part of a group and someone does that kind of not excluding themselves, but um, I guess not going to as many things as we would like them to, to kind of remember being like, oh, yeah. you know, we're all like that and kind of cut each other some slack. Because um, we yeah. don't want, you know, we don't want our friends to end up lonely just because, you know, they're trying to get a little bit of extra money. And, um, yeah. yeah. Or just prioritising, like, uni over this. Because I know, like, when uni gets hectic, I obviously prioritise that over socialising and stuff. And then I'm just socialising, I'm just doing uni and, and working in, like, it's not very good for my mental health because I'm just constantly stressed and under a lot of pressure. But, although, like, you know, whenever I hang out with my friends, I always feel so happy and 
and kind of yeah. relieved in a way after just because I've had such a positive interaction with, with people and I'm, I'm filled with love. But when I don't get that for a while, you know, you start to get lonely and you're like, oh, but what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just reading up and the cause of why we feel sad when we're not around people is it, it goes back. I'm sorry if anyone's religious, I'm sort of gonna um, maybe test your beliefs, I guess. But um, when you go back to the caveman era, um, you were born into a group of 50 people and you were forced to be with them people no matter what, because if you weren't, you weren't going to be able to have food provided, have shelter provided. And it would have just been um, you by yourself. And uh, that sort of led to death eventually. So over time uh, with the education system and working and stuff like that, uh, we've become more individualized. So when we're not with people, instead of death, we feel loneliness, which makes us sad. Yeah, and so we've true. sort of made that chemical in our brain that, oh, we're feeling sad, we want to be happy, and we know when we're to be happy, we want to be around people. So that's mm. sort of why you're happy when you're with your friends and not so much when you're not. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, human beings aren't meant to be alone. They're, they're meant to be able to have people around them and they're meant to be able to talk to people and talk about what's going on in their life. We're definitely yeah. social beings. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But I guess it's like all easy for us to say, you know, get out and socialize. But there are some people who just don't have that many friends or don't have many people around them or, you know, a strong support system around them. So it's it's hard for others. Yeah, mm. but um, for some people... What, being being alone, they might feel an absolute peace, but when they're with others in a party, they might absolutely hate it. Yeah. So in that case, that's where the online world sort of comes in where you can feel connected with others. And if that's your thing, then that's great because that's so easy. But if it's not, uh, we're sort of being forced into it anyway with social media and being able to just talk to someone via text while you're laying in bed. And that's not connecting with people because you're not with them. You're actually just talking to them over uh, text. Or yeah. like likes on a post or comments on yeah. a post and that sort of thing. Like, yeah, we're finding validation in, in different forms now, and but it's not necessary he- necessarily healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is very true that, you know, you can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. And I think that is a really good example. Like on social media, you seem to be surrounded by all these people, but for some reason you, you can still feel lonely. And, um, I did a, when I was researching for this topic, I found that an ABC study that actually, um, really challenged the relationship between social media and I guess loneliness and it was actually quite interesting some people you know really 100% agree that social media is the sole cause of loneliness in our demographic Um, which would totally make sense you know because it's the demographic of teenagers to 25 which is where really we're all using social media that's the age group Um, but then there is you know other things that do cause loneliness and um it you know it can be anything from not have, having heaps of friends but not having that one person that you can 
kind of confide in and confine in, sorry. Yeah. And, you know, um, things like that. But definitely social media is a huge one. And it's, it's also a new aspect in our life that we don't really know yeah. much about. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I know um, we're definitely the first generation that's had it our entire lives. Our parents will say, oh, I remember the times before technology. <laughs> and um, they they might still be able to connect with friends much better than we can because we've grown up around technology. Mm. And I actually went out and I saw someone, I saw a little two-year-old with an iPad and I was like, well, that's that's just what it is now. And Yeah, um, yeah you know, that is crazy. I actually saw a baby, probably not even 18 months old, and he was clicking the button to take a selfie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like at such a young age, they already know that they need to scroll and press the home button. Yeah, it is. They they know how to work a phone pretty much before they can walk, Nelly. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think that is like a perfect example about how technology and social media is changing not only our behaviors like with kids learning how to do this before they can even walk but also the way we communicate yeah definitely and like you know when you go out and you see groups of people who like and there's always a few that are on their phones and and not socializing with the people around them and and almost like they'd rather be you know socializing with the randoms they know online rather than the people who they see in front of them like physically yeah and so I think that's such a big issue with um loneliness because you're really isolating yourself when you're with someone and you'd rather be talking to someone else online I think that's really negative um yeah a negative way to communicate with with people and stuff I know yeah. like yeah. I I now that I'm aware of that sort of thing whenever I'm with my friends I always make a point of putting my phone on silent and putting it in my pocket so I just or putting it away so I, it doesn't distract me from the person I'm with and I have that still face-to-face, you know, genuine connection with them rather than yeah. having my phone interrupting me or talking to someone else because realistically it's pretty rude to be talking to someone else on your phone when someone's in front of you. So, yeah. yeah. And I think too, you know, by doing, you know, by being on your phone when you are having a conversation with one of your friends or out hanging out with them, you do lose that personal connection with them. And that's kind of where I think loneliness creeps in because you're slowly losing that relationship, you know, that personal one-on-one relationship. And you can't, you know, you find yourself not being able to express your emotions to people because, you know, you don't have that connection with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of taking you down the rabbit hole. Sorry, Bridget, but um, um, that's taking you down the rabbit hole where you can't actually open up to anyone and so you don't feel comfortable sharing your personality and being open to others so you sort of you'll see them they put um their hoodies on they sort of want to hide themselves away from the world and they just want to get get the day over and done with so they Mm. can uh, go back home and sort of either be online or just sleep pretty much yeah yeah I know being like back to, you know, when you're with someone there on their phone, I know being on the opposite side of that, you know, when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they're constantly distracted by their phone or even just sitting with them, you don't have to be doing much at all, but they're texting someone else. Like 
it doesn't really feel nice because you're like, oh, you know, why are you texting them when you're here with me right now? Like, and it, it almost makes you feel lonely even though you've done nothing at all to encourage that. Exactly. And there, there's a, like you're surrounded by people but feel lonely because they're all yeah. on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of going to a different type of loneliness with the impact of technology is kind of, I don't want to say kind of love life. You know, I've got friends that are single but are totally miserable in the fact that they're single. And I really think it has a big amount of it is caused by Instagram and people, you know, having this perfect life, you know, couple goals and stuff like that. And, you know, I think, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just really not. And I think, you know, I have lots of friends that are really not happy in the fact that they're single. And I think, you know, they're beautiful people and they should just enjoy being with themselves, like by themselves and just be able to enjoy everything that being single entails. But unfortunately they're being, you know, their mindset is being changed because of the things they see on social media. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I also think like on the other side of that, you know, people who are in relationships, um, like I know a few of my friends, they tend to isolate themselves with their, you know, new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and almost kind of forget about their friends that they had before that and, like, they invest all their time into this one person instead of keeping that that balance between every all of their friends and, like, encouraging relationships with them. And But, yeah, instead they're just focused on this one person and, like, I think that can almost be negative as well just because like if that relationship fails or anything happens you don't really have anyone else to fall back on and and it's healthy to have you know a boyfriend and friends like Mm. a boyfriend or girlfriend and friends as well yeah I can definitely comment on that one because you know I started dating my current boyfriend when I was 14 so I kind of went through that stage where I was, you know, really isolating myself and I was extremely lucky that I had like really close friends and family around me that told me what I was doing. Um, you know, you kind of just accidentally do it and you, before yeah. you know it, you know, you could end up a year down the track and you're like, oh my goodness, I don't have any friends left. Yeah. You know? and, you, and you never know what's going to come in life. You never know like what's going to happen and you need a big support group. You, you can't just have one person and mm. I am extremely lucky that I kind of caught on to that early and have maintained a lot of my girlfriend's friendships. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's a big one. Yeah, and just really with loneliness, you just can't isolate yourself. I think you've got to kind of take active steps to make sure that you are creating a really good support system, sorry, yeah. support yeah. network for yourself. And if you already have that support work and you really enjoy your friend's company and you know you're going to have a great time, bring your um, boyfriend or girlfriend into that sort yeah. of social group. I know um, my sister and her husband have the same friend pretty much, apart from some work friends, but mm-hmm. uh, the friends that they see the most, they all get along. They all have a great time together. And they're sort of getting there. So so they're very happy. They're, they're loving where they're at at life. They're, 
they're like mid-20s and they're just having a great time at the moment. That's because they're around people. Yeah. And, and they're getting that fix of um, human connection as often as they need as they, they always have friends there. Yeah, exactly. They're getting that one-on-one personal connection with real people rather than on their phone or, you know, or isolating themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so for like people at home who are feeling lonely and, you know, don't know how to break out of this kind of funk, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that they're in, um, you know, what do you guys reckon are some tips to sort of help them out? Because yeah. it is like as easy as it's for us to say, oh, just get out and hang out with your friends. But, you know, a lot of people don't have very many friends or yeah, it's easy. sometimes it might be easier said than done. So, yeah, what are some tips that you guys have? Yeah, well, for that sort of instance, I really think, you know, if you don't have a support system as yet and you don't have a big group of friends and you know I've even thought sometimes like oh I don't actually have like a a big group of friends um and I've thought to myself oh what can I do to you know get out meet new people um because it's always good to meet new people and challenge your perspective oh my goodness sorry guys perspectives (laughs) um and yeah, so I think one of the best things you can do is find something that you're interested in and, you know, if you're not too sure yet, just have a little look around about what your interests are. Find a group, you know, that is around your area and join a group, you know. like yeah. And that way you're getting around people, you're meeting new people, you're getting out of the house, you know, you could be getting some exercise in depending on what the group is and I think that's a really good tip if you're feeling a little bit lonely. Yeah, definitely, like sporting clubs or even volunteering like we are. I've, I know I've met two incredible people through this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's lots of things you can join. And if, if you're unsure, like I know with the uni, not everyone goes to uni, but with the uni, um, on like the open day, you walk around, there's so many different clubs and stuff you can join. That's how I even found out about doing cheerleading through the uni. And through that, I've made so many friends and, and yeah, and had so much fun. Yeah. And another one too on that same topic is I don't want to say use social media because we've just been saying to kind of limit it, but um, there is community group pages on Facebook and you can post on there and just ask if there are some groups around, you know, if you're not in university and you don't have them readily available, you know, you can ask people like, Hey, I'm looking to join a group that loves surfing and, you know, um, put that up there and people will come back and you'll find that a lot of people are in the same boat and, and want to get together as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I think something that you can do is it's, it's really easy now that um, you can call someone. Uh, you can call like a lost, um, not a lost, a um, sort of family member that's been shut off or a friend that you've lost touch with. Um, just so you can sort of get back in the rhythm of communicating and connecting with other people. You don't need to go out and put yourself out there straight away. You sort of like got an easy way into it so it's not so mm-hmm. overwhelming when you do it for yeah. the first time. And, sometimes it can be a little bit scary to, you know, yeah. bite the bullet and go talk to a random person and that sort of thing. So Yeah. So if this person isn't so random and it's just someone you've lost touch with, um, it will make it a lot easier and then you sort of get in the 
sort of rhythm of being able to communicate to people and breaking down walls. And that's where you can sort of open up to others and then sort of get your life back where you're able to be happy and not so much as lonely. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good one. And yeah, like you're right. It can be super scary to go out and meet new people, especially when you are feeling a little bit vulnerable and lonely. So I think, yeah, you're exactly right. Contacting someone that's familiar to you is a really good way to ease yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, you just really got to bite the bullet because at the end, like I promise, promise, promise you, it will pay off because, you know, I feel like the main thing that holds people back is fear. And so when they're scared, like, oh, this person's going to judge me for like talking to them or whatever, like, but it's honestly not the case. Like Mm. no one's going to judge you for being like, oh, hey, how's it going? How are you? Like, so yeah, I think, I think we got to get a little bit more courage and, and practice just yep. having a conversation with a with anyone. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I have lots in common. Um, <laughs> something that you can do to sort of put yourself out there is if you if you go to a cafe and you sort of by yourself and you see someone sitting down at a table by themselves, go join them, have a coffee with them. I'm sure they won't mind unless they unless they're busy doing work or something. But they wouldn't mind having a chat because you never know if you talk to someone that's also feeling lonely you can you can sort of help break down their barriers without them having to sort of put themselves out there in the first place and it makes it a lot easier for their journey so yeah. if you do know yeah, anyone you that's sort of lonely you can sort of talk to them yeah. and break down that walls for them yeah definitely and i think that is one of the biggest things that social media has kind of not destroyed but you know limited is You know, we used to talk to people that we didn't know and strangers all the time. You know, you'd walk down the street and say hello, but now it's a little less frequent. And I think if we start doing that again, people will not only feel more comfortable talking to other people, you know, it'll it'll have numerous positive impacts down the line. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know if anyone saw me in the street or at the plaza and I was just chilling even if I was with my friends or with my family, um, I would be perfectly fine with you sitting down and having a chat about anything. Yeah, me too. I love meeting people. Yeah, you just you sort of um, you enjoy meeting new people, and then you that's that's the case for most people. Some people are like quite secluded and want to be that by themselves, but yeah, for a lot of people that they, they crave that um contact. So you never know, just just try it. And yeah. If it doesn't work out the first time, try it again and see what happens. I mean, there's not yeah. much that can happen. They say, oh, go away, please, I'm busy. Like, that's it. That's all they're going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nothing and you, know, you can also have positive impacts on someone else too because if they're having a really bad day and then you sit down and be like, oh, how are you going today? And, like, maybe give them a compliment to, you know, break the ice a little bit, it – you know, it could have a really good impact on their day and make them smile, which is always yeah, good. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, I think another really good way to kind of get yourself out of that kind of really emotional loneliness is to get out and do a little bit of exercise because I don't know about you guys, but when you get out, you, you do feel a little bit, a little bit better. And I know that it's not going to cure your loneliness, but getting out and, you know, going for a walk or taking your dog for a walk or climbing that Coolum, 
um, can get you in a better headspace to then do something about the loneliness, if you know what I mean. Mm. Even joining yeah. a gym and then finding just some yeah. random gym buddy that goes to the same gym and at the same time as you. Just yeah. having like a gym buddy could pretty much brighten up your morning because if you go to the gym in the morning, then that sets up your whole day to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And I know like I've made a few friends through the gym and like or even like I've known people at uni and then bumped into them at the gym and like it sort of it gives us more to talk about and we've actually formed like a really good friendship and and I guess as soon as you kind of make one friend and you start that that um journey I guess like through that one friend you might meet a their group of friends or more or different people who you have more in common with and that sort of thing so yeah yeah Yeah, I think our like overriding tip is to really just try to like I guess put yourself out of your comfort zone to go meet people and Mm. start small go start talking to a, a friend that you've lost contact with or a family member and work your way up to maybe joining a group or going to a gym or something like that and just just getting yourself in a community of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's been a pretty good um, chat about loneliness. I know Bridget, um, not Bridget, Laura's got to rush off for a dinner. Yeah, guys, um, I'm getting fish and chips tonight. <laughs> with people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, I guess till next time, don't count the days but make the days count. Um, I'm Bridget Kelly. Keep smiling. I'm Laura Pettigrew. Live more, worry less. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speak up engage. You can also go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speak up engage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to allthews.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.